Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs and the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia of News 4 San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Spurs are still days away before they get back on the court as they'll continue the rodeo road trip in Utah. They take on the Jazz. Still a few more days away for that. Yeah, a lot of Spurs fans are twiddling their thumbs. Um, it's been very quiet outside of the recent news of Demari Carroll being waived. But then again, everybody saw that coming. Not too surprising. But speaking of Carroll and his departure, that leaves an open roster spot. Which begs the question, what should the Spurs do with that open roster spot as the season goes on? We'll talk about that. As well as what do we want to see from the Spurs in the quote-unquote second half of their season when it begins this Friday? To that and more, I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Joe, did were you just so heartbroken to see Demari Carroll the era of Damari Carroll end in San Antonio. I wasn't heartbroken. I was just kind of happy for the guy because, <laughs> you know, he just wants the ball. He wants to play. You know, he's still he's getting up there in age. He still feels like he can contribute. His specialty is defense and shooting three pointers. We needed that for whatever reason. It just didn't work out. It happens. You know, I think this was in the best interest of both parties. And I, at the end of the day, I wish the guy nothing but the best. Really, Jeff, at the end of the day, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. It just doesn't, it's just not a good look for, for the Spurs organization. It really wasn't, you know, but I'm glad it, it came to an end. I think that's what was needed between the two parties. He wasn't playing, obviously, and he was just wallowing there on the bench. And I said it yesterday in the uh, previous lockdown Spurs that I did by myself, told the audience that, hey, sometimes it doesn't work out. The Spurs are not the only NBA team in league history to add a player only for things to not work out. Um, we've seen it throughout history. So not too surprising. Good news on the Spurs, though, is that they did let him go, as you mentioned, Joe. And it uh, looks like he's off to Houston. Great. Just great. As if they needed more help, Joe. But, Joe, that that leaves a question, though. You know, you got that empty roster spot. If you're Pop, you're the brass or you're, you're uh, Brian Wright, what do you want to do with that empty roster spot? Look, at the end of the day, they're already going to eat it with Damari Carroll's contract. Why the hell would you want to go out there and offer another contract to somebody just to have a roster position filled and then just eat that as well uh, at the end of the season? It, it doesn't make sense from a financial standpoint, you know, to keep bleeding. You know, you're, you're yeah. already selling your assets, and that's the topic for, for another podcast, but they're sell, they sold their assets as far as the stars go. Then they sold the Rampage, and, you know, attendance isn't what it used to be, and you're, you're kind of in the red right now from a business standpoint, and that's not good. You're, you're bleeding. You know, you need to recover somewhat. Um, so throwing money out, out at somebody it, just to fill a roster spot doesn't make any sense. I think, it, you know, really at the end of the day, they should look at what they have right there in front of them. We've seen, you know, Quindary Weatherspoon. We've seen Keldon, Keldon Johnson, uh, right. even Lucas Samanich, you know, over in the G League. And what they do, we saw, you know, Quinn, I saw Keldon uh, follow the team on the rodeo road trip, even though they weren't getting any minutes, at least they were with the team practicing and all that. Maybe these guys deserve a look, you know, maybe they deserve the nod and maybe... The Spurs should just save the money and say, you know what, let's call up the Rook and see what he can do. We're just going to have him fill the roster spot. Doesn't guarantee that he's going to get any minutes, but he's there in case we need him. 
you know, to me, that makes the most sense. But again, if it makes too much sense, then it probably does. And what's going to happen? Spurs will probably go and throw money at a no name, nobody who's not going to do a damn thing, but eat up, eat up cap space, you know? So that's just my two cents. I'm right there with you. I, I, I've um, openly said it in yesterday's show that the Spurs should use that open roster spot more as a rotating seat for the three rookies. You, you know, call up uh, Keldon, you, you know, let him get some run for about a week with the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs, send him back, come on, Weatherspoon, it's your turn, and so on and so forth. I think that's the best approach. That's logical. Uh, but the Spurs, now, they do have history of dipping into the waiver wire. They do have history of pulling some guy out of nowhere and plugging him in. We saw that recently with um, Monte Yunus, Donatus Monte Yunus. The second half of the season, a few years ago, they, they, they pluck him and they bring him in. And he was just there on the bench. Now, if the Spurs are smart, Joe, I agree with you, they should bring in a rookie from Austin or – if they're going to go the waiver wire, make it, make it more like a half a season contract and call it a day. Look, this team, as of right now, mathematically are still in the playoff race, Joe. But there's going to come to a point where that math is going to run out. And if that comes and they're not going to even sniff the postseason, well, then all signs are pointing to rookies. Come on down. Let's see your thing. Let's do your thing here. Let's develop you. Because at that point of a lost season, the only thing to gain is to give these young bucks some real NBA experience. But, Joe, sitting here with you right now, talking to you about your San Antonio Spurs, I would not be surprised if they pull something out of their hat and say, okay, waiver wire list of players. Okay, we're going to grab so-and-so veteran who's going to fill that last roster spot, Joe. Yeah, so I'm going to hit the Spurs fans with some truth right now. The math has gone out the door. The the Spurs have run out of time, Jeff. I mean, they have 23 wins on the season. I believe there's roughly 20 games left. You needed 43 wins at least to to have a shot at that eighth seed. They have to win every single game to get 43 wins. That ain't going to happen. We know that. If they win half and they split the season and they go, you know, the the rest of the season and they go 10 and 10, that's going to put them right at 33 wins. That's still not going to cut it, man. You, you really, realistically, the Spurs are going to have to go something insane, like eighteen and two, you know, to to actually even get a spot or a chance to to say, hey, we have a shot, a real shot at getting that eighth spot. The dream is dead to me. You know, it's it's over. Just you know what? Just get give the young bucks some experience. Let them get some playing time out there. But why even go after that eighth spot? I mean, the way that they've literally played all season, why do we want to even have them in the, in the playoffs? They're going to get swept. It's going to be ugly, you know? I mean, the, really, realistically, at the end of the day, this team has no business sniffing a playoff spot with the way they're playing. You know, they have no business in the playoffs, period. Right now, right. it's a rebuilding year for us. So we need to treat it as such and kind of give the experience to some of the younger guys and – let them ball out, you know? That's that's my 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 take on the whole thing. And and I agree with you. And I, I think uh Joe, you're saying that pretty much that window is now 
pretty much closed unless the Spurs do some miracle yeah. run. And let's not forget this too, Joe. Not only do they have to do a miracle run uh, when they resume play, they're going to need some help too. They need to see Memphis drop a game and, and you know, here and there, maybe Portland oh, kind of needs a lot of help. You're going to need a lot of help. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty much signs are pointing to the Spurs season is practically over. Joe, you're not the only one to say it. I'm not the only one to say it. Matt Bonner, you recently said it in an interview with ESPN San Antonio that he said it's pretty much going to be very difficult for the Spurs to make the postseason. Now, we're talking about the rookies now. Well, let's see what the rookies are doing in Austin. You know, you're looking at the most recent Austin Spurs update. You got Keldon Johnson averaging 20.1 points per game. Um, you got Metu, who, you know, hey, it's not just about the rookies getting burned. Why not some of these um, non-rookie, these second-year players like Metu get, get some play in NBA minutes? He's averaging 8.6 rebounds per game. Uh, Metu, again, he's averaging 1.8 blocks per game. So you're, you're seeing exactly what they can do. And then let's not forget Lucas Amanic, who on the regular post double-doubles for Austin and, of course, Weatherspoon is just solid all around, big well, physically, like muscle-wise big. He's not tall, but he, he's a bulldozer. Let's see what he can do uh, in NBA action. And uh, look, Joe, that just makes sense. But but what just irritates me, Joe, is this. I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be surprised if the Spurs just keep sticking to that developmental path and just saying, you know what? Trio rookies, met two, Eubanks, y'all stay in Austin for the rest of the season because the Spurs process has shown that it works and we're going to either leave that open spot just open or bring in somebody else. I'm not going to be surprised if they pull that stunt, Joe. Oh yeah. They're going to wind up doing that. There's no doubt about it, you know, but all these Spurs fans for all these years, what have they always said? Oh, we touch, we, we trust in coach pop. We trust in the process. I don't think they feel the same, the same way about that right now, given the way the seasons unfolded, even last season. You know, you started seeing some cracks there. So something needs to change. You know, I don't know what it is, but obviously something's amiss. There's there's not there's no really real reason at the end of the day that the Spurs should be this bad. If -hmm. you look at the roster on paper and the talent pool that they do have, they're good enough to, you know, kind of remain competitive. They're they're good enough to be a, a 40, 41, maybe a 43 win team. Unfortunately, that hasn't transpired because of their inconsistencies because coach pop keeps putting out uh, lineups out there that make no sense whatsoever. Um, So at some point, at some juncture, Spurs fans have every right to question the coaching staff and their decisions, you know, for the, for the debacle that we've seen this far into the season, you know, there's really at the end of the day, we can blame the players for not playing consistent, but I think that has more to do, like I said, with the the lineups and the consistency that he's getting out of any named player, especially yeah. that starting five. It's been questionable since the beginning of the season. And really, it hasn't gotten that much better, you know, so they weren't willing to to make the changes needed or necessary to, to keep this team uh, viable and, you know, for for a playoff run. So yeah. they kind of shot themselves in the foot and that started in the beginning of the season. So, you know, blame can be put all around, but it is what it is. Let's just face reality. The Spurs in a rebuilding year. That rebuilding phase started when the big three retired. So we're kind of left in limbo. And the only thing that's going to solve this, Jeff, at the end of the day, 
is patience. We got to be patient because the future is in the G League. We need to give these guys some time to to come into their own. And unfortunately, Spurs fan, it's going to be the same for the next two to three seasons. So it's not going to be pretty. Uh, you know, uh, the process is going to be tough to watch. Yeah, it really is, Joe. And But there there is a silver lining in that. And let's just say the Spurs do bring up the three rookies and even Metu and Eubanks, give them some significant NBA run. Then, hey, at least we know their eye in the future. At least we know they're they got their pulse on what needs to be done moving forward. I, I think that could be a good silver lining that Spurs fans can see. And why not let the let the younger uh, Spurs players be seen by Spurs fans to see, hey, did the Spurs do a good job in the draft? Did they find a gem with Luka? Uh, what about Keldon? Was he really a steal, as many say? What about Weatherspoon? He was nearly dead last in the draft. You know, what if he's another hidden gem? Uh, Metu, you know, we're seeing him develop an out open shot in Austin, he has yeah. insane athleticism. You know, he could be that, you know, NBA, today NBA big that the Spurs need, the very versatile big, you know, you know, his outside shot is still questionable, but he's at least he's developing it as the Austin season moves on. So, and then of course, too, it gives them time to just pretty much see what they got as far as the roster is concerned and start, you know, eyeing the future. What are we going to do with DeMar? What are we going to do with Bryn? Uh, what are we going to do with Eubanks? You know, he's coming off his two-way deal. So there's just so much that the Spurs can do, even though the season is still going, like the fact they will be, I mean, for all intents and purposes, they are out of the playoffs. But Joe, barring that miracle, you know, you can't count them out. Although the Jazz are going to have to say something about that. And then the Thunder and then the Mavericks, when they get back in San Antonio, it's not going to be easy. So, there it is, Spurs. You know, the Spurs can do many things with that open roster spot. Joe and I are advocating that they bring in the younger players and let them get run, but they also can go out and get somebody in the waiver wire, or they can just leave it alone and not do anything with it. So it is what it is. The season is nearly close to Joe saying it's pretty much done. But, you know, that's done. You might as well call your yeah. travel agent, plan your vacation. <laughs> there you go, Spurs. Uh, start hitting up Cancun or uh, head on overseas to Europe or go visit your family. Uh, but anyway, uh, we want to hear from you. What do you think the Spurs should do with that open roster spot? Uh, let us know. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. That's spelled out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. When we get back, we're going to continue talking about your San Antonio Spurs, specifically the second half of the season. We're back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He's the host of Two Shots Podcast, where apparently, Joe, there's a little birdie out there that says everybody wants to know what you do, your tech, and how, how do you put things together. Joe, you, you run a really good ship out there with Two Shots. Yeah, I am. You know, I'm, I'm not to brag or nothing, but I've put a lot of effort into these live streams and getting the audio and everything last two seasons and the summer learning the technology, how it works and how I can, you know, operate that and get the best and, you know, the most out of it to deliver a, a, a high production, you know? So now I'm able to kind of, you know, help out other people who are interested in doing this, you know, and get their, their foot in the door, you know, and they ask me a question or they need assistance. I'll, I'll be happy to point them in the right direction. That's right. Give Joe a follow on Twitter. And especially if you're looking to beef up your show, Joe, 
The second half of the season has started. Joe, you're saying it's a wash, but is there anything that you want to see in the second half? Other than them just winning? Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. But, I mean, it's kind of like we're beating a dead horse here, Jeff. We've always said that this team just needs consistency. And it it hasn't transpired. It's not going to transpire. So the only thing that I'm looking for is I want to see what DeJounte Murray, Derek White can do at the latter part of the season. And uh, they kind of been MIA at times. DeJounte had two great games in the absence of DeMar. Now let's see if DeMar comes back and when, he, when the Spurs play the, the Utah Jazz and see if DeJounte can keep going with uh, you know, his stellar play. I, I want to see them develop their game a little bit. I want to see more consistency out of our guards because I think regardless of what happens, if they can end the season on a high note and just ball out, it, it boosts the confidence and it's just something that you want them to carry over into next season. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. I could care less if they make the playoffs or not. I want to see something special out of our guards. Yeah, we, we pretty much know even if they, by a miracle, Joe, that miracle does happen, if they do make the postseason, that means a first-round date with either the Clippers or the Lakers, and well, we know what's going to happen in that matchup. Um, another, you know, stain. I don't know if it's a stain, but I guess another sign that the Spurs era is over because that'll be another one-and-done uh, first-round series for the Spurs and Popovich, so maybe – Something just keep in mind. But for me, what I want to see in the second half, um, I, I like to see a lot more Lonnie Walker once it is official that the Spurs are pretty much toast for the season. Um, let I want to see what he can do. Uh, his minutes have been erratic. Um, he is getting playing time. Yes, he is. But we don't really get to see him in pressure cooker situations. Uh, we don't see him out there with other players, maybe mix it up a bit with him. Uh, again, I just want to see signs that this, this team is – pointing towards the future, um, whether that's with Popovich or not, um, whether that means letting Becky Hammond call more plays, whether that means, as we talked about in the first half, letting the rookies play. I just want to see that once it's over, they're moving towards the future and they're doing things the right way. And if that means bucking the system, Joe, as we talked about in the first segment of stopping the, the Spurs rookie process of Austin to San Antonio and blah, blah, blah then do it. Um, if that means maybe preserving DeMar DeRozan and giving him a load management game here and there just to give Lonnie Walker 30, 35 minutes a game, go for it. Um, and so there's a lot of the Spurs can do, but in my opinion, Joe, I think they got to have an eye towards the future once the ax comes down on their season. Joe, this sounds logical. This sounds like the right thing to do. But do you think the Spurs will do that? Do you still think that the Spurs in the second half will still trot out some lineups that have been questionable? Mm, probably not. You know, we're going to hear a lot of Coach Pop talking to the reporters after the game as the Spurs continue their decline and their losing streak. Uh, you know, hey, well, we're, we're trying. The guys are really trying. I like the effort. I don't give a damn about the, the effort. You know, the effort's just not there. No matter what they say to the media or how they want to you know, spill it. At the end of the day, it, the effort is just not there, nor is the consistency. You got to do something else, man, because what you tried to put out there for more than half the season didn't work, you know? So to me, it's kind of too little, too late. Of course, they're going to roll with the same lineups and the same starting five and the same bench players out there. They're going to probably put Marco and Bryn out on the floor again together and say, we really thought this was going to help us win a game. 
No, you didn't. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things, you know, it, it's like we all know what's going to happen. So Spurs yeah. fans, just prepare yourself. I mean, 20 games left. It's all but over, you know, so I'm going to support the team no matter what. I'm going right, to watch right. the games. I'm going to be supportive, but I'm facing reality, you know, and that reality is this team is not going to make the playoffs. They're not. So and, and I, another, I'm, I'm another, okay with that. Another thing they can really do, too, as far as eyeing that future and Let's put Brendan Forbes in the spotlight right now. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent this summer. You know, okay, Let Brent, you have – okay, well, there's that. But the other option is, okay, Brent, show us what you got. Earn yourself a, another deal with us or maybe, you know, you're off to somewhere else. You know, prove your worth to another team. The, the dude's so, not growing two inches, Jeff, overnight, so he can go. <laughs> All right. Well, then they're going to end my take. But uh, my point is, is this is that I think for individual players, they can use that second yeah. half to sell themselves. You know, Brent Forge, whether he stays or goes, um, if he stays, OK, maybe he'll, you know, you know, if the Spurs want him to stay, OK, well, then he's going to want to show something to them. If he decides to take his talents elsewhere, you know, other teams will keep an eye on that. Same thing for uh, Eubanks. Is the NBA worthy? You know, I mean, at this point, you know, he hasn't really developed um, some sort of outside shot consistently in Austin. Maybe the Spurs don't like that. Maybe they frown upon that. And I know he's told the Spurs zone that the Spurs haven't told him specifically to work on that. But at the same time, you know, maybe he takes his talents elsewhere. Maybe he takes his talents overseas to Europe. So there's a lot of stuff on there, too. There's even a guy like Metu. You know, I think that he needs to prove his worth already. And he hasn't gotten a chance yet because he's been back and forth between San Antonio and Austin. And when he's in San Antonio, spot minutes here. And then when he does give those spot minutes, you can see flashes of what he can do, but they're not consistent. So it just gives the Spurs a clean slate once um, the second half of the season starts to eye the future. So I think the whole premise here is the future. It's that, it's that little gif of Squidward from SpongeBob. Right now, um, Joe, him laying on the ground going, future, future. That's all we're going to be looking at in the second half. Joe, any final thoughts on the second half that you would like to see from the San Antonio Spurs? No, just, you know, like I was saying, I mean, the season's all but lost. I mean, you need to wind up, like you said, seeing what you got in your in your future stars. You know, let them ball out. Give them some minutes. Even if it's trash minutes, I don't care. I want to see Keldon. I want to see some Luca. You know, I want to see Q out there on the court getting some trash minutes or getting minutes, you know, some, some time to shine a little bit. And maybe you can, like you said, player management, load management, you know, give the, the starters a night off here and there. I mean, what do you got to lose? You're, you're obviously, obviously not going to make the playoffs. You might as well start letting some of these young guys get some experience, you know, let, let's play without DeMar for a game or so and, and boost DeJounte's confidence and, See what Derek can do and, you know, put Lonnie out there again in the starting lineup. I mean, mm-hmm. come on now. I mean, at least make it fun for the fans. We want to see that athleticism, that speed. And let's face it, man, anytime Lonnie goes up, even if it's a missed dunk, even if he misses on a, a layup, I mean, it's damn exciting to watch. That dude is, re- is athletic as hell, you know? <laughs> it, 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 it really is. And, and it also, too, it, for a fan – uh, for fans' uh, point of view, it also maybe give them confidence knowing that, okay, Spurs, you're thinking about 
the long term now. And I think that's what a lot of Spurs fans have come down to now at this point of the season. Uh, you know, you look on social media, Joe, you see them talking about the draft already. They're already talking about college players, who fits, who doesn't. So we know where the Spurs fans' minds are right now collectively. So why not show that um, to the Spurs and say, hey, you know, surprise everybody. You know, they get back from, from the road, road trip. You know, you see starting lineup of Lonnie and, and Derek, just for example, or or DeJounte and Lonnie together. You're just something to show that they're now progressing beyond this season. Uh, when we get back, Joe and I are going to continue talking about your San Antonio Spurs. We're back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He's a host of Two Shots Podcast, another great San Antonio Spurs podcast. Uh, as, as we joke, we, uh, me and Joe, Joe's Two Shots podcast, that's Netflix. This is Disney+. Plus, So that should give you an idea <laughs> of exactly the type, the two different the styles uh, between Two Shots and uh, Locked on Spurs. So, again, just Google it and subscribe. Simple as that. Joe, what have you been doing during this long break, Joe? Actually, I've been paying attention to the San Antonio missions, man. I'm I'm getting excited <laughs> to watch some baseball for the summer. You know, the Puffy Taco logo that they got where they're going to be turned into the Puffy Tacos. And now we have word that Bill Millers is going to be setting up shop over there at the, at the Wolf Stadium. I'm all for it, dude. I need some excitement. And you know what? The missions get it, dude. They're puro San Antonio. I wish the Spurs were would give San Antonio and the fans the same love, bro. I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah. they give us Selena night once. I mean, they need to do some more stuff to really get us that the flavor of San Anto, you know. They need to give us a puro San Antonio night, you know, throwback night, retro night, <laughs> where they really go all out and not just say, oh, it's just the colors. No, man, I want to see the court. I want to see those Fiesta colors out there, you, you, you know. You, give uh, us something, dude. For those fans, uh, Spurs fans that are listening in right now, the Missions are a minor league team, baseball team in San Antonio, and a Puffy Taco is exactly what it sounds like. It's a taco that's puffy and uh, it's kind of fried and pu- puffs up. And that is the new missions uh, logo or the mascot. And, but, but Joe, they already had the puffy taco as a mascot though. So they're just adopting that. Yeah, is that what they're doing? Yeah. But now they're they're They have merch and stuff. They came out oh, okay. with the new logo where it has the taco holding a, a hot pepper as the bat. I mean, I'm here for that, dude. That makes me happy. That makes, Makes it oh, fun, fun, you know. Although, although I, I was not too much of a fan of the new look jerseys. I think that was a bit too much. Um, the hats the, are fire, the, man. That local, the, yeah, fire. The, the hats, yeah. Are, the hats are fine. The, I would get one if they had the dad cap. I've never been a fan of that big stiff <laughs> front thing. I can't stand that look. But um, you want the snapbacks, yeah. Jeff? You want the snapback? Yeah, I want a snapback. I don't want that. You know what I'm talking about where the where the brim is just stiff like like a surfboard yeah, and yeah. then that front part is like looks like Elmer Fudd, his tall hat. That's, that's what it looks like. That's a fitted hat. That's a fitted yeah. hat, bro. You got to get with the times, man. Come I, on I now. I never been a I never been a fan of those style of hats. I, I like the dad caps, that soft, uh, squishy kind. Um that that's my okay. that's more my speed. But then again, I am old, so and I, but I do not have kids, so <laughs> There might be somewhere in the middle. But, Joe, uh, look, the Spurs will be coming back uh, to San Antonio soon. As mentioned, they have a date with Dallas. But they still got two more uh, games on the road in the rodeo road trip at Utah and then another rematch at OKC. Joe, what do you think? 2-0 and for your Spurs? And they pull out – they start they start the miracle run? 
No, nah, man, I don't see it, dude. I think they're just going to they're gonna go 0-2. They ain't going to win these last two games. If they do, more power to them, man. But only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to probably wind up doing the you know post-game show like always. But I'm going to need some beers to get me through these last two games on that rodeo road trip, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because many Spurs fans are saying like, oh, my God, the rodeo road trip is rough. Really haven't seen the rest of the season. It doesn't get any easier. The, the roadie road trip was just an appetizer of what's ahead for the Spurs. And, you know, and it came at the wrong time. The schedule makers just pretty much, you know, that the Spurs are just struggling right now. And kudos to them. They got themselves a good win over uh, OKC before the break. But, man, it does not get any easier. Oh, tough times ahead for the Spurs. And I'm hoping they do pull it off, though, and, you know, pull that miracle run. Crossing fingers, Joe. I, I really am, Joe. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down. I'm going down with the ship. I'm the guy playing the violin on the deck of the Titanic and just keeping everybody's spirits alive as best I can. Joe, tell us more about Two Shots Podcast and where they can follow you and your show on social media. Yeah, they can follow our live streams. We're gravitating a lot towards live streaming and doing that. That's kind of our strong, our strong suit right now. But we're also delivering the audio portion of the podcast as well. We just dropped a, a, a new episode today. So for everything you need to know, just check us out at twoshotspodcast.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone, And make sure to sub- subscribe to Lockdown Spurs, part of the Lockdown NBA Network, wherever you find your favorite podcast. iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play, doesn't matter. Pick a platform. More than likely, the Lockdown Spurs show is there, as well as the rest of the Lockdown Network, which includes NFL and MLB. MLB starting up right now, so if you're a big baseball fan, the Lockdown Network has specific MLB shows, so go check it out. And, of course, the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Go check it out. What do the TV ratings have to say about uh, your Spurs um, and you watching them on TV. Go check it out right now. It's at the Spurs Zone as well as the latest and greatest from the Austin Spurs. And uh, for those of y'all old enough, me and Jar, remember the Hemisphere days. Austin Spurs have a nice treat for you coming up soon. So with that, for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.